What sort of movies will we be watching today? Will we be watching good Marvel movies? No. What about Star Wars movies? No. What about the Star Wars Disney movies that are not that great? No. We'll be watching bad but good movies. This is Bad Rad Movies Podcast. On this episode, we will be watching... Road to Revenge, a.k.a. Get to Heaven. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another exciting episode of Bad Rad Movies with me, Richard Sucka. And, of course, I have here with me... C-A-M-E-R-O-N. What does that spell? Cameron. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I really put myself out there. I tried my hardest. Yeah, so um, for those of you guys that don't know what movie we did, uh, this is a very interesting film. So the movie we're going to be doing uh, is a little movie called Road to Revenge, also known as uh, Getevin. Um, A.K.A. Gideven. Yes. A.K.A. Gedevin. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the biggest little movie ever made. Action. Suspense. The thrill of minute. Romance and some very funny moments. When we get some dope, we'll get a woman. You're gonna be a You just made a big mistake. See, Sam? You see this? White powder. How about tolerating the goddamn justice system? Sit down! Dust that gun! I now pronounce you husband and wife. Get in the pool, man, look. This court is now in session. You're smuggling drugs when you're a cop. Satan has guided us. Hey there, double ugly. Promise I'll get you the high and mighty judge. He's the one who murdered the baby. What? Oh, shit. Do that tourniquet thing. Will courage overcome corruption? Get Even, starring John Dehart, Pamela Bryan, William Smith, Wings Hauser, and Elaine Young. Get Even! And I will be referring to it using all four potential names, so not to confuse you, but yeah, to confuse you. I guess whichever one you feel like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just um. Oh, I remember now. FYI, I am very sick right now, so if I sound like I'm dying, I am. But I am committed to doing this podcast episode for your enjoyment, so you're welcome. Wow. Also. Shout out to Mickey's 40 sounds. <laughs> Mickey's 40s the sounds? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had one of the ounces. <laughs> I swear. But um yeah, I had a pretty interesting uh week too and pretty interesting mm-hmm. day today. I had a nice person um <laughs> draw a, a make show his artistic side uh, mm-hmm. which is uh 
mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ethan, who came on two episodes, which was uh, um, was it who killed Captain Axe, Alex, and uh, Captain Axe, yeah, Captain Axe, <laughs> Captain, <coughs> Captain Axe, Hugh question, um, and also good guys wear black. He had a you'll see the picture on my Instagram or mm, the it's a the very Instagram. wonderful cropped image of a former coworker as a bouquet of flowers that Richard won. Like yeah, I won a severed head. <laughs> so um just to kinda just like Just to give you a heads up. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> you gonna put that uh that laughing soundtrack? Probably later. Mm. But um, uh, so I decided I wanted to show my creative artistic side. So I got a picture of his and used my painting software on my phone and made it look like he had cum all over his face. Wow, that's so original. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got a kick out of it, so. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so while I we're guess talking you about- could say we're welcome. So, uh, um, Cameron, did you, <laughs> before we talk about the film, uh, did you want to read the description or, or am I going to do it this time? I would like to. Okay, sure. Go ahead. What is, what is the movie about? First of all, it says Road to Revenge made in 1993, but yes. mm-hmm. the movie looks like it was made in 1973 because it looks like someone shot a home video the whole time. Oh, Yes. But the description is, an ex-cop comes back as vigilante to bring down with blazing weapons and martial arts a satanic cult that has taken over his town. John DeHart, Wings Hauser, Pamela Bryant, and William Smith Star. And that's it. Yeah, it really um, cuts off there. Oh, Star yeah, and what? And, and Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, what's interesting about this film is that it not only stars... But it's written and directed by this guy. His name is John DeHart. And uh, based on what I'm seeing here, uh, as he's got like two credits as a writer and as an actor, which as an actor, Road to Revenge was his first film, a.k.a. Get Even. Um, a.k.a. Get Even, a.k.a. Well, get no, it's not, it's not Get Even because it's not spaced out. <laughs> That's the yeah, problem. they literally, in the fucking film... They did not space out the words get even. Yeah. It says get even. Yeah. <laughs> or, or get I, heaven. I call it get heaven. But um, so he uh, stars in this film. And then the last film he did, which was uh, in 2006, was called The Champagne Gang, which he plays as Crook Catcher's host. So um, I actually looked this guy up to see what why he's not directing anymore. Apparently... This guy, um, he's an attorney. He's a lawyer, and he still he practices, looks like it. And he still practices law, and he I has too. And he has a he has a website. He mm-hmm. he is a lawyer. So if you ever get into any sort of like bankruptcy or car accidents of any kind or anything that has to do with the law, you can always contact him. I mean, his, with his acting skill, I don't know if I would trust him as a lawyer either. <laughs> <laughs> But he does have a law office in L.A., so, you know, um, not too far off from where we're located. So, 
in yeah. an undisclosed location. But like I said, not only did he star and wrote and directed the film, but he also is the composer. He writes the music for the film too. Wow, I, he did he's, a lot for this movie. He this I gotta I gotta give this guy credit. He is multi tasking and he's multiple he has multiple different talents in the I, film i guess you could say he put his heart into it oh yeah because of his last name oh, yeah <laughs> well thanks for over explaining it now it's not funny that's creepy he looks like he's biting the mic no i'm just biting my lower lip oh fuck you <laughs> so. suck a dick <laughs> So not only does this star uh, the director and writer and composer John DeHart, but this also stars um, Wingshauser, which I'm familiar with Wingshauser. He's been in like a lot of different stuff, which he's been in some films with like um, uh, uh, Al Pacino and okay. So he's 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 an established he actor, somewhat familiar. Also, the fact that his name is also the name of a entree served at a sports bar. Is pretty cool. Oh yeah, wings. Yeah, and that was yeah. Um, you know what? I should uh, let the listeners figure that out. You know what? I I I think by the we get when we get to the end of this, I'm going to tell you a, a good old dad joke because I know you how you like dad jokes. Wow, I can't wait. <laughs> so, but um, we'll discuss about why and Wings Hauser in this film is like probably the, besides some of the other parts that is not involving Wings Hauser. Like he's the most interesting fucking. Can I- can actor. I just point out that that seems like a completely fabricated name? Well, yeah. I mean, no. Well, is that is that his real name? Um. Oh, is yeah. Dwight? No, 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 no. Uh, he's the son of the writer, producer, slash. Who actor, names their son Wings? Was that I, guy on something? I don't know. That I, literally sounds like a name someone made up on the spot. I have no idea. I wish I knew. No wonder he's shit faced throughout the whole movie. <laughs> I would be too. Yeah. <laughs> Shout so, out to Wings Hauser. Uh, so then, uh, and then another actor is uh, by the guy by the name of William Smith. I I know this guy too because he's in a lot of like B movies as well. Like, I feel like they stick together in a lot of those. They just all hang. They're like, yeah, we're shitty actors doing shitty movies. Let's do it. Yeah, he he's been in a lot of like Ted Pryor films, which we haven't really covered any Ted Pryor films yet, but we will because they're pretty we haven't good. covered them prior. <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, I'm just uh, on a roll today. Just oh yeah, you are. And uh, <laughs> yeah, drink your fucking forty ounce. I'll be mm-hmm. choke on it like a big fucking purple dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all I have to say is thanks for what you do. Fuck. Uh, That's all that fi- you do. <laughs> and finally, uh, the final star of the film, uh, her name was Pamela Jean Bryant. Um, I say was because she died on December 4th of uh, 2010. Yeah. Um, I mean, she, she was... What a, a tragedy. Well, she she was a really... I would have to say, besides Wings Hauser, like, she was like the best actress in this film. Mm. And, of course, and I will gonna... get to that on one of the charts that oh, I Oh, yeah, made. yeah. We'll get to that soon. Yes. Um, all right. So now that we've kind of discussed more about the film, um, by the way, this f- film is a little bit hard to get because I tried to see if I could find it on like any streaming services. Mm. I couldn't find them. It, they used to have it. You used to be able to watch it on YouTube for free, but I guess it got taken mm. down. So I had to actually. Probably because the guy's a lawyer. 
Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so you, I think you can probably buy it somewhere. Uh, maybe you could buy if it if you on, wanted to. Yeah. So I have the movie. I have a copy of the film. Luckily, so because um, I always wanted to watch it. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to it. find. It's like Black Roses. I really couldn't find that anywhere. Yeah. I mean, well, you can find it. Um, I think you could find it on some streaming websites, but you'd have it's, to go. It has you'd to have be to very it. shady, like one of those ones where you see like. Russian letters, and you're like, I don't know if I should be on here. Yeah, because it's uh, a lot but of you them do anyway shady. because you're like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Cameron, uh, would you like to first start off on how this movie starts? I would. This movie starts with them fucking up their own title, which I actually thought was a joke when it said Gedevin on the fucking screen as yeah. one word. Not even a space in there. I thought it was some third-party dude who, like, illegally downloaded it and then threw that on there, but no. No, it was actually the people who made the movie who screwed up their own title. Yeah, it's it's pretty... Well, yeah, it does go through the credit scenes, and what happens is it first starts off with uh, the three characters, which... Uh, and they're doing a bust or something, right? Yeah, so... Like, they're so rolling up to a house. So John DeHart plays as the character Rick... Um, Wings plays as Huck, mm-hmm. which his name is Huck Finney, which... Oh, I wonder um, who that's a reference to. Oh, yeah, Huck Finn. Huckleberry Finn. Uh, Holy, and then... Way to not let the viewers figure it out. Well, because, well, yeah, that's my <laughs> Gotta job. Gotta give I them to, some mental stimulation. I have to, I have to over-explain it. And then finally, William Smith played as, plays as a I mean, guy they're losing enough brain cells listening uh, to this. Plays as Normad. Uh, so... Rick, Huck, and Normad play as three cops. They're um, about to bust up like some kind of a drug deal going on in the middle of nowhere inside of a fucking abandoned RV or trailer or some shit. So they're like kind of hanging back. They're waiting to fucking mm. uh, for because Normad's the leader of the group. So he, they have to wait for him to like give the signal to just rush in and bust the guys. And while they're doing this, uh, we notice that they had LAPD spray painted onto their jackets. <laughs> like it was literally, it looked like someone put a little stencil and just. Pssst. Exactly. That's that's what happened. Um, and were their jackets even matching? They looked different. Well, they like all they had several different kinds. I mean, they only matched as far as like black leather goes, but yeah, but it looked they, like they spray painted it on like three different jackets. Yeah, they they all had black leather jackets, but they were all different style. It's like they went to the store and they forgot to coordinate for the movie, and they're like, "Oh shit! Well, we'll just spray paint them all anyway." Oh yeah. <laughs> so then, um, that's when the gun. Uh, what is it? Uh, Normad. He's got like this really gruffy voice. He goes. Alright, come on out. I want you to come out with your hands up and we're gonna put you under arrest and then Oh that's exactly it. So then they started shooting at each other, um, which I have to say the gun effects were pretty good. Like, Actually not bad. Yeah. I was expecting a little less and in hindsight from watching the rest of it, I definitely would have expected less. Yeah, and so then after the uh gun shooting happens, that's when uh Huck um gets shot. Uh, in the gut, I think, or in the side. I don't remember. Yeah, but. he does. He gets shot in the chest, right? No, I don't think he got shot in the chest. He got shot. Someone in, did. He got shot in like the in like the lower area. Like I think it was like the side oh. of his gut or something. Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. He falls down and he's like, 
and this is when you start to notice that Wingshauser like realized where his career went and he's like this guy is fucking shit faced like drunk throughout the whole fucking movie so he's like overacting and like holding his gut and going like oh my god oh Norman Rick up a shot ah! then, like, <laughs> and then finally they when they bust all the guys uh, th- that's when Rick confronts Norman he's like What's wrong with you, Norman? You almost got her killed. And then Norman's like, so what? Even if he dies, we can always find another guy the other day. And then that's when fucking Rick gets pissed off and knees him to the balls. But it doesn't even fucking touch. <laughs> it doesn't even fucking touch him. No, it looks sudden, so fake. And then he like just has a late reaction. He's like, and like it's like a split second delay yeah and then he falls <laughs> down to the ground and then that's when Normad the camera zooms in on his face and he's like you just made a big mistake and uh and that's when it quickly cuts to and this is the part that really fucking like made me realize because I've seen this movie before but like a long time ago but upon second viewing this is when I said that when you watch these types of movies multiple times, you notice more shit. So this you really is, do, and especially Richard is great on that. Yeah, and we'll so, give him credit. So this is where I started to notice shit. I noticed that when it, what happens is when it quick cuts to this next scene, that's when you see the back of the character Rick wearing like a black karate gear, like his black karate suit, yeah, and horrible. he's and he's hitting like this punching bag and doing really bad kicks and stuff and it's really horrible and then like um and then all of a sudden it quick cuts to him having like a spoon of peanut butter and making this little poodle hop on its like you know like as if it's standing and it's not at all congruent i guess you would say like it doesn't match up with anything else yeah and it looks like someone had it and they, like it looks like that footage that you sent to America's Funniest Home Videos. It 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 was it was a home video. Is yeah, what it I looked found like out. someone grabbed their personal in home camera and just like videoed, and the camera's shaking like crazy. Well, it, what here's what it was though, because when you take a look at this footage, like of like the karate stuff and like the dog thing, like it looked newer. It looked like, and you could tell that the character um, Rick was much much older yeah and he had a bandana on because i think he's bald now so he put oh, on a probably. bandana to hide the baldness <laughs> and yeah that's working and then for him. what's weird is that when uh, the rick character is holding up the peanut butter on the spoon with the dog you hear some lady like she you kind of barely hear her laugh in the background but it quickly cuts the audio for that to kind of be like oh we don't i don't want people i don't want anybody to know that this is like some kind of home video so then after that, it that's when it cuts to this court scene in the courtroom. And that's when you notice that the film looks older and it looks much better than a fucking <laughs> camcorder. So so it goes into the courtroom. The judge goes and that's when he says to Normad, he says, uh, Mr. Normad, can you tell me about what the two defendants, Rick and Huck Finney, uh, what they did? Oh, good job remembering the names. I did not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then um, Normad basically says uh, that he tells the judge that Huck Finney and Rick uh, both came out with, like, basically bags of coke. And they've been, like, doing it and they've been selling it. And um, and yeah. other cops were covering for them. But really, it was the Normad guy did it, but he's just blaming them for that. And yeah, it's that- your classic... Uh- 
dirty cop set up that's yeah. actually for once not based in Miami. Yeah. So so then they get like the judge says, Okay, like I believe Normad and uh you guys are not gonna this be is a dirty police judge. officers. Yeah, you guys are not gonna be police officers anymore. So they, they're not cops anymore. Just kicks them right off the force. Yeah, they're off the they're Which not a part a judge of the force can't anymore. Do. But yeah, okay. Yeah, and I thought this was guy was supposed to be a lawyer too. But anyway, so so yeah. they're no longer police officers and I guess now it cuts to Rick and Huck. They're drinking beers like out I don't know whose house this is. I think I'm just gonna assume that it's Huck's. Uh, that's when you find yeah. out that um, Huck is unemployed, uh, and Rick is a limo driver now. So yeah. they're Huck drinking. Huck took it really bad. Yeah, he did. He uh, turned into a bum. Well, no, I think what it is is I think I have a sneaking suspicion that the director John DeHart, who plays as Rick, uh, had some kind of thing for him, but because he was getting shit faced and drunk, literally, he, yeah, like not even in the movie, like like. He was actually shit-faced. Yeah, like, I think because of the fact that he was shit-faced, he figured, okay, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'll just make the character, like, a drunk, and he's, you know, jobless. I he mean, doesn't have a imagine job. imagine a, a job where he could go to work shit-faced, and I don't know if they made him make up his own lines, or if they just gave him lines and he somehow stuck to them. I think he... Well, I but think, I think that's in my the opinion, dream right there. I think in my opinion, um, because he's like a, a seasoned actor, um, he probably knew a lot of the lines and then I figure if he fucks up, then he's just gonna, you know, that's when the comes and in. And no one really cares because it's a B-movie. Exactly. So, um, so then that's when like uh, they... How Wings Hauser's character Huck Finney's like, oh, what are you gonna do now? And he's like, well, I gotta go to work. I gotta take some kids to some to a prom. So they go, so it cuts to him being the limo driver, driving these kids to prom, and like they're being stupid little kids. Where he's like, he's like, hey, hey, Beavis, man, you remember me? And then he's like, lifts up and he's grabbing his dick. So like, you remember these? And like, I'm like thinking, what yeah. the fuck is he doing that? Like, and then he's like, oh, can we pull over? I need to piss. So they, the so, guy's like, yeah, sure. And he really just looks like he wants to kill himself. Yeah, he does. So he pulls over, they get out, and he just leaves them because he's had enough. And then, um, and then what happens next, Cameron? Well, and then we get the weird bar scene oh, where yeah. John DeHart busts out his original song. Yeah. But it's not just in the soundtrack like all the other ones. He actually sings it for the audience. Oh, he does. Uh, well, And it is absolutely delightful. It's like the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It's like Johnny Cash transcended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it does not at all make me want to just jump right off a cliff. Um, sorry, I was taking a swig of my Mickey's forty ounce. Shout out to Mickey's forty ounce. Shout out to Mickey's forty ounce. Shout out to Mickey's forty. Shout out to Mickey's forty ounce. This podcast is brought to you by Mickey's forty ounce. Sponsor us, please. <laughs> I made. We a, need money. I, I made an Instagram, and I tagged you guys in it. Please tag me back, please, please. Anyway, so, um, so then that's when you when you hear the music and every everybody's like John DeHart. When you look at him realistically, he does not seem like a very charismatic guy. Not but, at all. But, very much stops. I would yeah. say mundane but, would but be somehow, the word to describe him. But because he wrote and directed this movie, 
everybody's he is very charismatic because everybody's like they know, just go friends with, with him. him and they're like and then they hear like a band playing in the in on stage and then the band members like oh who wants to come up and sing and <laughs> so then they're like come on come on rick go up on stage go up on stage and sing and that's when he fucking goes up and starts singing and which of course i'll play the hold music up, in the hold background up. i got you no 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 i i, I got it no 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 because no, it's gonna sound like shit gonna sound like crap trust me i know what i'm talking about it's gonna okay. sound like crap. so so that's when um he goes up on stage and that's which i'll play the music in the background mm-hmm. um but uh-huh. the way how he looks mm-hmm. he looks like he's really scared and nervous he did i i shit you not and richard's wife pointed this out and i was like why is this making me feel so uncomfortable to watch it and it's because he wasn't blinking the entire time. Yeah, he never fucking He blinks. did not once. It looked like he was having a staring contest with someone off screen and just to maintain his focus or something. And for like an entire like several minutes, he did not blink one time. He was just staring ahead. Nope. While he sang. It was very weird. What and it was it- really bad country music anyway. <laughs> But I have to say, out of all the uh, the country music I've heard, this is probably the best one I enjoy. It's very catchy. I bet, because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Good one. Um, so then, yeah, yeah, no then, standards here. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, what happens uh, after that, Cameron? And then we get. So he picks up this chick. I forgot her name. I'm sure Richard remembers. Uh-huh. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, I'll just talk with that in the background. Oh, yeah, don't you don't need to put the headphones in because I'm not going to play any sounds. Yeah, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. Um, and I know I'm not biting my bottom lip. And, uh, yeah, that's what he sent me one morning when I woke, I woke up to this. Um, this is what your patronage is going towards. Um, but our main protagonist John DeHart I don't remember his real or his name in the movie but he picks up this chick who is just way 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 too hot for him I mean she's not like stunning but I believe she's a former that playmate sounds if just I like me wow not mistaken so still very much out of his league and so he picks her up at the bar after they have the whole bar fight scene and so apparently she's mixed up in some shady shit but he picks her up anyway and so they have a dinner and all he's doing is just cracking the worst jokes imaginable like even for me and i have a low bar like these these jokes are just bad yeah the waiter comes up to them and he's like you know like i said he's supposed to his character is supposed to be charismatic so the waiter comes up. He's like, but he's oh. so not. He's not, not at all. Uh, he like, comes up and no. then he's like saying. The waiter comes up and he's like, "Hey, Rick, are you gonna tell me any jokes today?" And then he's like, "Yeah, I got some jokes for you." Okay, so uh, there's this doctor. Uh, he's got this. He's telling this woman, uh, "Take off your clothes." And then she takes off all her clothes, real nervous. And he's like, "She goes, okay, doctor, where do you want me to sit?" And he goes, "Right on my face." Do you have the cricket sounds? Do you have the wah-wah-wah sound? Please play it. Oh, I will. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then uh, that was not the joke, but that was probably that was better no, than no, the no. Joke. That was that was a good job. No, no, he took told two jokes. That was the first joke. He told, I appreciate because it was three. it was a profession job uh, doctor joke. Mm-hmm. It was a doctor joke, mm-hmm. and then the second joke oh, really? it was a du- was a duck joke. Oh, okay. So so he goes. Um, so uh, I got another joke. So uh, so the, this duck goes into a bar, and then uh, and then he buys a beer, and then the duck. The, 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 the bartender says to Doug, oh, how are you going to pay for this? And he said, oh, get it off my ass. Did he say that? I don't yeah. remember the actual jokes. So I, I think that's he, probably better than the Honestly, joke. I don't know. I know it was something along the lines of that, but I am going to play the clips of those two jokes. Oh, uh, please do. Very attractive young lady goes to the doctor for a checkup. The doc- doctor says, hey, you got to disrobe. She says, I'm very shy. Can we turn the lights on? He says, okay, he turns the lights off. She takes her clothes off and she says, doctor, where should I put them? He says, right over here on top of mine. <laughs> that one was good. It's quite a profession. I got another one for you, Benny. Another doctor joke. Pick on Dr. Day. This guy with a duck on his head, he goes to the doctor. The doctor says, can I help you? The duck says, yeah, get this guy off my ass. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I said them word for word, but no, not at all. Yeah, they're, they're but it's pretty close. That's a good paraphrase. It sounds better than the real jokes. So. <laughs> it kind of it kind of remind me of this one stupid joke, intentional stupid joke on Kung Pao when the guy goes, um, "What <coughs> what do you get when you cross an owl with a bungee cord?" My ass. <laughs> It was it, it was supposed to be stupid though. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so no, that's actually not. Bad. <laughs> so then, um, if I had a few more of these ounces down, it'd be even funnier. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Have to overexplain with the alcohol. Yep. <laughs> so then, after he tells his jokes, I I think is that when he. And the girl, what happens next? Because you wrote that. Um, didn't they have that whole scene where they were on the like the swing or whatever, and she told them she was involved in the, in a devil worshiper oh, cult? Oh yeah, that's right. She starts, which telling, just seems kind of odd. Like she what? starts telling her in backstory LA? about um, how she used to be part of a devil worshiping cult. Just like out of nowhere, we're just like, well, see, what? Well, the reason why she explains that is because after. Um, What's his face uh, gets done singing, which we forgot to mention. These thugs come down and they mm. they and look they... at the girl and they go, well, "Hey, don't we know you from somewhere?" And then she's like, "No, you got to be mistaken with somebody else." And yep. that's when they get into a fight with yeah Rick the whole bar and fight. And then so that's when Huck gets taken to jail and out. along yeah. with the 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 goons or whatever, and, and they then, have to go bail him out and then they bail him out. And then, um, that's why, um, the girl had to explain mm-hmm. to Rick why, mm-hmm. where she knew those guys mm-hmm. from. So that's when, yeah. um, she was telling the whole story, basically uh-huh. saying that, uh, yeah. uh, she was part of a devil worshiping cult. Uh, yeah. See, that's the difference between you and me. I don't get distracted. I don't have ADD like you do. Uh, I yeah, can keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. So then, um, she says, Oh yeah, I was uh-huh. part of a devil worshiping cult. And uh, they were they yeah. were sacrificing a baby, and I tried my best <coughs> to fight them, but they held tied me up to an upside down crucifix, and I was screaming, and I told them no, but they they killed a baby. <laughs> that that scene was gonna be a lot darker than yeah. it was. They but, really uh, don't show anything. I don't know if it's because they didn't have the budget or they just didn't want to go there. Oh well. 
Yep. So then you find out that um, <laughs> so that's wow, when you find what a transition. So that's when you find out that Normad was also uh, a devil cult worshiper leader. Um, because you, you see what. him, you see him in the flashback. Huh? What? Wait, what? Huh? Wait, what'd you say? Nothing. Um, so oh, flashback. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm gonna fucking hear it later. Oh, we all bet. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but that's how you know that Normad's a part of the cult because you see him in the flashback. Um, then that's when um, yes. she's crying and she's like, "Oh, and that's and that's why I had to leave Hollywood." <laughs> Which so just missing. seems like an odd setting for that. Like, I mean, maybe there <laughs> is, but would you really suppose the devil worshiping cult would be in Hollywood? Nah, I don't think so. I well, mean, what I are mean, they going to do? Sacrifice well, a baby? Well, there on are the, other cults the in Hollywood, but I'm not going to mention them. Shout out to Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when is that going to be a cult? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a cult at any time soon. I mean, it's pretty much obsolete. But um, so then that's when she's crying and Rick is comforting her. And that's when um, she asks him, uh, what is it? She says something like, oh, are you still acting? He's like, oh, you know, I'll do the occasional <laughs> uh, audition sometimes. Which he's is like, funny because he's acting in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just over explain. Oh, yeah. And then so uh, that's when she goes, oh, uh, recite me one of the auditions that you did. He's like, all right, I guess I'll do and it. he fucking steals a Shakespeare quote. Well, I mean, he doesn't... I mean, he, yeah, he recites but it. He but he says it with, like, no emotion whatsoever. It's like he's reading off a goddamn page. Well, I, I mean, mean... props to him for memorizing the quote from Hamlet. Yeah, but, but I mean... Like, well, well, to be fair, really though... He really butchers it. Well, to be fair, though, like, he didn't say, like, you know, oh, uh, I made this up myself or anything like that. True. But, but, and she didn't say, like, oh, did you write it? So, basically, he says um, the line from Hamlet, which he goes... <laughs> which it's supposed to be... He, you know, when you recite Hamlet as an actor, you have to do it with emotion, you know? Like, you have to do something like... I mean, and he shows no visible emotion he whatsoever. Doesn't. Like, when you read it, I mean, depending on what style you do... He's fucking monotone. Yeah. Like, you'd have to be like, you know, to be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. But he says it more monotone. He says it like, to be or not to be. To be or not to be. That is the question. That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. And thus, the native hue of resolution is sicklied or by the pale cast of thought. And enterprises of great pitch and moment with this regard, their currents turn awry and lose the name of action. <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying he sounded like you? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, man. I'm sure you'll throw a clip in there. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh wow, that's real funny. <laughs> I guess you could say that's real comedy gold. Cool. Great. Good for you. 
to quote <laughs> Christian Bale from such oh, you, movies you even as... You butchered that. Oh, how did I butcher that? It's right there. Good yeah, on that. for you! <laughs> And then, uh, and then, so what, what happens, happens next? next? <laughs> Jenks. Oh, fuck. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. Yes. Okay, we're good. I'm back. All right, so what happens next, Cameron? Thank you. I didn't need that, um, what do you call it, karma on me if I talked before you said that. So thank you for freeing me, and uh, shout out to Mickey's 40 Ounce. Shout out to Mickey's 40 Ounce. So after he steals a really bad Shakespeare quote that he completely butchers, and uh, as a literature major, I just wanted to uh, shove a nail into my head. Ew, what do you do? Don't defile the mic like that. That's gross. So you better sanitize that shit after this. <laughs> you don't want to know what he's doing to the mic. <laughs> so after he steals that quote, they have a... Um, oh, yeah, I put awkward... Oh, ew. Yeah, he does... Uh, so he invites the chick over for drinks on the rug by the fire. And that's when you hear another one of his compositions that he wrote. It's a Which masterpiece. Which you would rather not hear. It's, it's, it's this a masterpiece guy, if you're deaf. He's, uh, yeah. I highly encourage anyone who is even mildly deaf well, here's to the thing. I, to this. Well, with the music that he wrote, he, he actually did uh, remaster all the songs. And, uh, oh, I bet and, he did. No, no, he he did. He, he did is that on Spotify? Um, yeah, he, he did it on Spotify. No, really, he he released a CD album, um, which it's the soundtrack still. But What's it's it in, called? But, it's, but you have to listen to it in high def, though, because the only way you can listen to it is if you're high in def. <laughs> okay, that was pretty good. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh. No, that actually was a good one. Good, good bit. Way to end strong. Yeah. You probably have to be. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because it's just the worst. Like, it's like he listened to a lot of Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah. No. It's just. It's horrible. It makes your ears bleed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad I was. I'm a little stuffed up right now, so I didn't hear it to its full capacity. Um, so, yeah, we get a very uncomfortable scene where he's laying with that girl they picked up at the bar that is way too attractive for him, and they're having drinks and laying on the rug and starting to feel each other up. And uh, uh, what happens after that, Richard? Didn't you, did, is this the part where you made a graph, or is this later? That's later. Oh. Or I could share that now. Sure. So this is one of the graphs I made. Mm-hmm. Which I'll make sure to post it on Instagram. Yes. Um, so this is a pie chart of parts that I thought were comedy gold, which is 1% of the film. Mm-hmm. And then 99% in the shaded area right here are parts of the movie that made me want to kill myself. Good one. Good one. Way to, way to end strong. Wow. Dicks! Dicks! Delicious dicks! You know, yeah, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather take one than, uh, <laughs> than watch this movie again. 
<laughs> so yeah, they uh, they they have this wonderful sex Pride scene, weekend, right? <laughs> they have this wonderful sex scene with the with the great music that um, John DeHart composed, um, I, which, like I said, I'm going to play it in the background. Uh, John DeHart is my hero, by the way. He is he is a hero because this he, is a jack of all trades. I respect it. You know what? I do have That's to give hustle. Him, I do have to give him credit because this guy obviously had a lot of passion for this film because he obviously had to put invest a lot of money into this film. Like to, he put a lot of effort into making a very nice home video. Oh yeah, that was, people could watch twenty some odd years later. Oh yeah, and yep. and and it's good. Um, I but. I think after the sex scene, well, I. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. He just kind of like grabs her chest, and they like kind of, yeah, fondle each other on the rug. It's Which, not even a bearskin rug. I guess they can afford that. No, uh, but it's a cliche nonetheless. But but she, I do have. To she really the- doesn't look like she wants. She she looks like she would rather be anywhere else. Oh yeah. Than with him on top of her on a rug. Oh, that's very next apparent. to a fire. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I empathize with her because yeah, if I was in her position, yeah, I would probably look like that too. <laughs> and then um, that position, get it? Huh. Oh yeah, double meaning. Oh oh, 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 and and then and then what happens next? Well then, <coughs> I just wrote trashed guy scene. I don't know what I meant with that. Trashed guy scene. Oh, it's where they're at the bar. Oh, oh yeah. That one dude we, yeah, is, Wingshauser, and Wings is trashed. Yeah, he's Wingshauser. And I'm you can sorry, tell he's not even fan. acting. He's like actually fucking shit-faced. He is. <laughs> he, he is pretty shit-faced because like, he does like um, spout out a bunch of nonsense. Like he, he, I think he ad libbed that whole scene. Like I am very convinced that he did not at all memorize any sort of lines. Yeah, he's like telling a couple of guys like that are in like Western cowboy outfits, telling them like, "You guys have no class, you know. You guys have absolutely no class." My friend here, Rick, he's got a lot of class. He knows how to talk. Sh- Hamlet, man. Hamlet, man. He's like, "You want to hear it?" He's like, "No, not really. I don't want to hear it." Wow, he's like, um, give me something with a uh, hey barkeep. Give me something with class. How about a bullet? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> and then that's when uh, he's like trying to get Rick to drink the bullet with them. And he's like, no, don't, no. They don't specify what it is. No, it sounds dangerous. What? What? It sounds like a very dangerous sort of drink. Oh yeah, I don't know. I never had the bullet. But, I don't um, think. I wonder if that's a, a real thing. It might may, be. Maybe. I, I mean, bet there's always, something out there. You can always yeah. look it up. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. Or if you, or if you guys have time, feel free to look it up and let us know if DM us uh, if it, a uh, useless answer that we will probably know before then. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> but um, so then he's trying to get Rick to do it, but Rick is like, "No, I don't want to do no bullet drink. I gotta go." And then he's like, he's "I like, gotta get a get on one." The one of the funniest parts though is during that whole thing when he's like talking to Rick. He's like, "You know, first of all, there's three things I want to mention. Okay, <laughs> one, you know, uh, my wife is a bitch. Two, I for, which I forgot, <laughs> and then three, something, something." And I was, I was actually, yeah. I was actually laughing. Quite that was a pretty lot. funny. Yeah. I was he, laughing quite he, he a lot. He threw us a curveball there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And then that's when he's accusing uh, Rick of like of the, fucking his wife, right? Yeah, at the time, not right now. Which obviously. this isn't this isn't the first movie we've done where that's happened. Yeah. Um. So Rick. So Rick is like, Shout no, I never, I never even touched your wife or whatever and he's like nah you're 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 bullshitting me man you're fucking lying to me right now man he's like nah i never touched her okay i didn't done none of that yet i I, i'm gonna go so and and then what happens next cameron well then wings does what every red-blooded american wishes they could do on a daily basis or probably what the world thinks we do he shoots his bills He with does. the revolver, he actually does. He grabs his bills like the paper, and bam, just shoots them. Like shoots a hole in them. Like he literally, he, like, he has a which gun. I found highly amusing. He gets a gun, and he's like not even like holding the paper far away. He puts the it's paper like six inches away, super close to where the bo- barrel is at, and he's like shooting the fucking holes in his bill, like as he's if going a his small bullet hole in his bill will solve anything but like i just thought it was so fucking stupid i was laughing <laughs> yeah it was like actually dang. laughing the whole time like i said wings hauser in this film is like he's a character he's very interesting to keep this is what kept me going to watch the film yeah same actually yeah so then uh and then, and then what happens next cameron well and then if i am moving down on my list of notes that i wrote here because mm-hmm. i uh to the utmost preparation for you guys. Um, Don't get distracted. Where's what what's is that? Is that, is that the Jeopardy? Yeah. What, oh, fuck what's you. going? What's going on? Fuck you. Dude, what's go- Don't get distracted by it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's like suck like a dick. <laughs> um, uh, so, <sighs> God fucking damn it! Must start biting my bottom lip. <laughs> I came over for this shit. Um, <laughs> so then we get a scene that clearly looks like a home video scene. Like someone, like, okay, we have wings on the couch, right? Mm-hmm. He's just laying there. He has a bunch of beer cans. He's holding a beer, he's sipping it, and his wife comes in and starts yelling at him, hey, where's my money? This and that and that. Apparently he owes her a lot of alimony, this and that. Uh, really, his life has gone down the shithole. And you want to feel bad for him, but you kind of don't because he's shit-faced the whole movie. So you're like, eh, yeah, that's what he's got going. Um, So she's just hammering at him for, like, hey, give me my money. Uh, You've been late on it. And he's like, uh, well, you know, I'll get it, but, like, I don't have it. You know, I'm going to be a little late on it. I'm losing the house and this and that and whatever. Who cares? Sob story, whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, yeah, I need to get a refill on that. Um, anyways, so, we get the whole scene where you get a confrontation, and his wife's saying, oh yeah, where's my money? And then he's like, so what'd you fuck all my coworkers and all these cops, and who did it, you, uh... Wow. Way to main professional... Way Damn. to maintain why do professional you, Why do you get distracted? Keep talking. Thanks for the independence, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... You get the whole scene where she's confronting him, and he's like, you know, I got your money, like I already said. And then she... Fa- after he confronts her about fucking everybody, because I guess she's a hoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's taking his money, whatever. Um... 
He's just kind of a bum now, laying on the couch drinking beer. Uh, she rips her blouse off and then calls the cops and says, Oh, he assaulted me and, um, you know... <coughs> <coughs> Yeah, that's live. Because Richard played the sound clip. So she gives false allegations <laughs> on him. And then when the cops get there, her blouse is ripped off. Her <laughs> boobs are showing. There's full chest in it. And he's like, I, I, I didn't do anything. Because <laughs> he's, of course, he's fucking drunk. Like, not only. He was probably actually drinking beer. Like, he was probably. All those cans that were by the couch, he probably drank them. I'm willing to bet. He was definitely not sober for that scene. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, so she, the police take him away because it looks like, you know, he beat his wife. And um, they're like, oh, um, you know what, sir, have you been drinking? And they take him off. And he's like, no, I didn't do shit. And she's like, oh, he hit me and beat me and this and that. And um, what happens next? After these messages, we'll be right back. I miss my kids. The podcast you just listened to is part of the Necropodicon Podcast Network. To learn more about this and other great shows, visit necropodicon.com. Okay, the advertisement is over now. I can have a cigarette and go to sleep or something. What do you mean this is still recording? Um, I what do. happens next is he gets taken to jail again. Uh, well, no, actually, he doesn't they get taken to jail yet. Stay out he of goes. The he goes. He goes. Uh, they go to the wow, court. The turns have tabled. They, wow. Um, so they go to the uh, courtroom, um, mm. which this time they find out that Normad is a fucking judge now. So he goes. Oh yeah, from- shady coke dealing cop slash devil worshipper cult leader is a judge. Well, no, first he starts Yay, off as a devil the worshiping cult, cult leader, and then he was a cop, and mm. then he became a judge. But what I don't understand is how did he go from being a cop to a judge? You know what I mean? It's like, isn't that like? Kind of like a separate thing. Yeah, it is. You have to go through like a years of law school. You got to be a lawyer first, and then you can apply for a judgeship, in which you become a judge. Is completely separate from being a cop. Yeah, you don't have to do any of that to be a cop. You don't even have to go to college. This, this kind of makes me question on whether or not if he's a good good attorney. Because <laughs> I mean, he. I wouldn't bet on it. And he I would not call too. him. Don't, do not call him. <laughs> and you're going to jail. I'm just saying. Based on his acting, I I wouldn't trust him. So Huck Finn comes Sorry, out. Sorry, bro. So Huck Finn comes out, and he's like, ple- not pleading, but like he's, uh, the, attor- the, what is it, the district attorney is basically saying what um, Huck Finney did, which you already explained that he... Assaulted his wife. Oh, he also blah, blah, blah. he he did spit on her though, which he, I thought was funny. Oh he yeah, said, fuck you, bitch. And he, went, he actually like he just spit on. He her. really does spit because he does that. You actually see his spit land on the actress. You do, and I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, that's because he was drunk. Oh yeah, they probably sure. told him. Oh yeah, fake spit, and then he's like, hey, I'm gonna do it for real because I'm an actor, man. Mm. I'm an actor, bro. <laughs> so then, thanks for the independence, bro. Thanks for the independence, bro. 
Oh, I bet. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so then that's when the that after might get the some district, more action than so then most um people. uh th- after the district attorney uh states what you had explained the whole thing already before about the wife and getting arrested and blah 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 uh-huh. um that's when uh the judge I think judge says something I forgot what but then that's when. Wings Hauser character says like, "Oh, you know, not only were you a crooked fucking cop, but you're a crooked ass judge, sending people off to jail, selling drugs, selling drugs." And then that's when he gets really pissed off. He's like, "That's it, no bail for this fucking guy. Get him out of my court. You're gonna be in jail, and I'm gonna give you extra time for. I'm gonna hold you in, in contempt. contempt. Yeah. So that's when he gets sent that off to jail. That sounds just like him. That sounds just like me. Wow. <laughs> Good job." <laughs> Thanks. We have our professional voice actor over here. <laughs> Yuck. Gosh. Anyway, so then um, that's when he goes into jail, and there's a janitor that passes by, and he's cleaning, and for some reason, fucking Huck grabs the fucking bleach and starts drinking is it. Is it bleach, or is it, like, rubbing it's, alcohol or no, something? No, it's bleach. Oh, fuck. He purposely was fucking... He, he was purposely trying to fuck up his body so he could get taken out of jail to go to the hospital. Oh, that's why. And then he's in the hospital, and then, wow. that's, and then that's when um, the nun. That's when the nun is like, uh, uh, fucking, you know, talking to him and shit. Which this nun is like very. She's like a very bad actress. Too. I I feel like she was the only one who showed up to the audition. I legitimately feel like that. Probably. That cannot be the best one that showed up. It yeah. could be the only one that showed up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So then, um, that's and then I guess he says he's talking to the nun. I forgot the entire dialogue to be honest. Like mm. I know it was it was some funny parts here. I and tuned there. it out. Yeah. So the, he's talking to the nun. I know he said some funny stuff. I just kind of want to get through this as quickly as possible. And then that's when Huck and what the fuck is the girl's name? Um, do you remember the girl's name? What? That was that was good. Oh yeah, her name is Cindy. Uh, in oh, the film. fuck. So that's when uh, up the bag. That's when uh, Cindy and uh, some chips. Rick comes out. No, I'm good. That's Look when off. Cindy and Rick come out oh. and they're uh, going up to um, Huck. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, "Oh, I hope you're doing okay." And blah blah blah. And that's when Rick's like, "Oh, I saw that you uh, were." <laughs> that's what I saw that you did the old getting out of jail by drinking bleach. A uh, uh, trick again. <laughs> like, like, did you say that? Yeah, you oh, said fuck. that. You that's totally missed it. Oh, nice. Apparently, according to the film, it is. Um, uh, so then they're just cold. talking for a while, and that's when Cindy and Rick they leave, and uh, Cindy and Rick end up going over to Cindy's parents' house. Okay. Um, yeah, so that they, was a weird situation because they wanted to. Uh, I guess apparently she wanted to grab the rest of her stuff. So he, they go to the front door, and this is one of my also one of my other favorite parts. Mm. Um, he's the the dialogue the, is just uncanny. The 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 dad and the stepmom come out, and she's like, and the dad's like, "What do you want? What do you want from us? What you want some more money for your drugs and your your devil worshiping friends?" And <laughs> she's like, "I'm not a devil worshiper," and blah blah blah. And then in, and then that's when like. Uh, Rick comes in. He's like, "Hey, why don't you guys take a second to calm down, and we can let's settle this like adults." And then that's when the dad's like, "Who the hell is this guy? Are you a drug 
doping dealing devil worshiper too. That's, <laughs> and that's and then this is my favorite part when he goes. So first of all, I don't do drugs and I don't worship the devil. <laughs> Like, I don't do drugs or worship the devil. It was so. It was the way I was like. Why do you have it. to like point that out? That's weird. To to show that he doesn't do drugs or worship the devil. That's just awkward. Like, uh, that's that's comedy gold. That's that's rich dialogue. Oh yeah. So they start you. bickering back and forth, and then that's when they leave. And as they're leaving, that's when the goons like catch up to them. Yeah. Um. But then I think at this point they stop by somewhere first. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, my bad. I'm fucking up the timeline. So no, they go back to Rick's place, and Rick is taking a bath, a bubble bath, and that's when you hear another one of his fucking songs, original songs. So she gets in, and they're they're fucking in the bathtub, and then that's when you hear his oh, lovely oh, oh, theme song. What? Guess what? What? I drew a picture. Oh yeah, what's yeah. the picture about? Please feel free to explain the picture. Um, it's the bathtub, as you can see. Right there, um, yeah, and that's Richard um, relieving himself yeah. in the background. Uh, so I drew a stick figure of him. My bad, he's standing up because I couldn't draw him laying down. <coughs> and then she is like sideways on top of him. And they're uh, where's their where's the stick figure's boobies? Oh fuck, I forgot that. Ah, uh, here, ju- you can just draw it because I haven't. I'll draw it on. I haven't posted it on Instagram yet, so I think you have time. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll add those later. But, yeah, so, you know, as you can see, they're uh, clearly having a good time. I'm all right. Hold on. She's saying... Oh, yeah. And he's saying... Yay. Mm-hmm. And I put those in quotation marks. And, uh, yeah, here we go. I don't know how to draw stick figure boobs. So here you go. What did those bubbles say? Uh, she's saying, oh yeah. And he's saying, yay. <laughs> this is artistic skill, right? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so they're having sex with the tub. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she, like, kudos to her for pre- almost looking like she kind of wants to be there. Like, they, they really must have paid her a lot to do that. Because, you know, like, no. No, 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 no. Would have been my answer if I was her. Oh, that's good. Yep. So then um, afterwards, that's when they get on, I think the next morning, they decide to go on their bikes for whatever reason. Um, and or uh, yes. They're going on Rick's motorcycle. And then that's when you see uh, the goons, which one of the goons I recognized, uh, uh, I think his name is Scarface or something like that. He's He plays as one of the guys. Is on, the guy with an actual scar on his face? Well, it's not a real scar. It's more, oh, it's I, drawn yeah, in or something. Oh, my bad. I mean, yeah. Well, obviously. A, a real scar in the movie as yeah, the character. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, oh, okay, great. Uh, so, then, um, <laughs> so then that's when he was from Samurai Cop, so... Him and nice the guys, shot. they uh, uh, um, catch up to Rick's motorcycle, and then they start. Uh, they, oh, I'm sorry. And then so they Continue. they uh, run him off the road. So when they run him off the road, that's when Cindy. Uh, I guess she hit her head because on the scene, <coughs> like you see, like a blood coming down from like her forehead or something uh-huh. like that. But they don't show it; they just skip to it. 
Yeah, they don't show the crash. It's um, like they don't no filler, no you don't know what the fuck happened. All of a sudden, they're just on the side of the road. You're like the fuck. Oh yeah, and then so that's very when, disorienting. And that's when you kind of see a little bit more emotion from uh, John DeHart Rick's character. Because the whole mm. time he doesn't really show any emotion at all, except for when he like is crying because he uh-huh. feels like she's dead. He really does not change his facial expression. Yeah. So then I guess um, it mm. cuts to it. Do, they, it doesn't show him going taking her to the hospital, but uh-huh. at some point it goes to the to a funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and during the funeral, uh, <laughs> this is when you see Wings Hauser just when you know he's completely <laughs> shit faced because. Which Those we are my to, favorite scenes. We forgot to mention another scene when they get married. Oh, yeah, when yeah, yeah. When they get yeah. married, you see Wings Hauser. And he's wearing an orange, bright orange shirt. Or suit. Suit. Yeah. suit. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a fucking creamsicle. And he's just swaying back and forth. And you know he's not dancing because there's no he's music just, playing. He's just looking around. He's like, just like, like physically he, like, trying to be there. And he's so not because he's fucking shit face. Yeah, he's just like on camera and like it's obviously focusing. It's, so great. it's obviously focusing on like uh, Cindy and uh, Rick getting but he's just married. Like, Wings is just like fucking chilling in the background the whole time. Well, just he's like, not chilling. He's just he's moving around and exactly. he's like looking up in the That's air. I mean. But you said he's like he's chilling. swaying back he's and not, forth. He's not chilling out though. Chilling out's when you're sitting down, like having a beer and shit. Having a having a doobie, maybe a Scooby Dooby snack. That's chilling out. <laughs> I think he's biting his lower lip. Thanks for the independence, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that, but yeah, so he's doing Thanks the for same. Correcting me, so yeah. That- I love when you correct me. Yeah, because you know, chilling could mean multiple things. But yeah, it's of course what you think. Uh huh. What are you saying? Go ahead. So that's when um, Wings mm-hmm. is looking around oh, again in the funeral. Uh-huh. So while the funeral is going on, um, Wings, after everybody leaves, <laughs> Huck, <laughs> Huck Finn is walking up to Rick. He's like, "Hey, uh, just want to let you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go fuck some chicks later." And then he leaves. <laughs> He doesn't say, like, I'm sorry for your lost man or anything like that. He's just, he like... He fucking dips out. Yeah, he just... He's, like, even during the funeral, does like I said... Does not give a fuck. All he does is just looks up in the air. Everybody yeah, else like, is looking down on the ground. something coming... Like, an angel coming down from heaven. But, no, he's just, like, looking around, like... Like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction with the coat, where he's just like, Ooh, yeah, what's going on? So then... Um, <laughs> oh, fuck, these are really cinnamony. And then that's when I guess uh, Huck Finn and uh, we're gonna go ahead and kind of skip ahead because uh-huh. uh, that's when Huck Finn and um, Rick they find out where uh, Normad is located. Uh-huh. Uh So because I also forgot to mention that Cin- Cindy, before she gets killed points out a photograph that oh that's the cult leader and then that's how they find out that normad was the cult leader even yep. though you find out that normad was the cult leader earlier because of the flashback but they don't know that you because, have to be really because they, not figure because they out. actually because they don't they are the movie characters so they obviously can't see the flashback so but w- whatever so that's how they find out so yes. they go and they infiltrate the headquarters 
that's when um Rick is getting into the confrontation with um Normad mm-hmm. and uh Normad says something along the lines of like Oh, you know, I killed your fucking broad, but whatever, you know, uh, that's that's all you got to do, you know. I'm, I'm uh-huh. not be able to do whatever it is I need to do. And then that's when Rick comes up. He's like, "You killed the only woman I ever loved." And that really when, sounds like him too. <laughs> that sounds just like me. Wow. <laughs> and that's when they start getting into a big old fucking. <coughs> that's when the big action fight scene happens. Like they move, this is incredible. They move so slow that you're able to see it, and it's amazing. It doesn't look like it's bad choreography at all. It does not nope. look like that. It only took them two minutes to try to figure out what they were gonna do as far as fighting. It really did, and, uh, and that's then, accurate. So then, after they get done fighting, that's when. Um, they do this really bad slow motion effect. Oh yeah, I was like, is it slow motion or it's like the like video not playing correctly? Yeah, the, it, was Cameron, like, it was that bad. Cameron thought that to. the Cameron thought that the fucking movie was fucking. That's up. like I said, buffering. Like I don't get it. Yeah, but it wasn't. No, it was that's, not. That's how the movie is. Um, so, oh, my bad. It's, it's cool. And then. Um, so then that's when he uh I thought he was gonna flip him over, but all he did was twirl around and made uh Normad stab himself yep. with his own knife. Wow. And he falls down and he's dead. So then that's when I guess you could say he died hard. Oh look, he's looking on the soundboard, he's gonna play something on that. Oh yay! Ah! That's what's gonna happen right now. Oh no! Yeah, the screaming kids. Oh, oh, the cricket sound! Yay! Because that's what the viewers are like. Oh, you know, this is boring. I'm a two now. Yeah, yeah, the cricket sound. Yeah, totally do that. Not as a joke. That's that's her. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your neighbor? Fuck you! Fuck you! Yeah, walk out! Thanks for rehashing all your sound clips. Just you for me. Yeah, I guess you could, you you could say you're the rehash, or would you like some uh some rehash browns for breakfast? He's literally he's not even looking at me. He's just staring ahead, just clicking around on his little mouse there. Yeah, looking for the perfect sound clip to embarrass me. Like, oh yeah, the camera's here. I'm gonna click around and just. Play a bunch of shit while he talks just to distract him because that's what it's I do. Because I'm Richard. Clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good Fuck. day, sir. <coughs> so then, um, that's when. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so then, um, that's when, uh, it quick cuts to Rick. Uh, attending the does. funeral, or, or not the funeral, but the grave of uh, Cindy, and then the nun is next to him the whole time, and she's like, "Oh, Rick, why don't you come with me?" And he's like, "Okay." So then they go to the hospital, and that's when they he finds out that Cindy is not actually dead. She's oh, got wow. a bandage around her head, and it looks like Cameron's about to say something. Hold on, keep talking. Oh. So Rick finds out that Cindy isn't dead. So I guess apparently uh-huh. what happened was yeah. was after the accident with the motorcycle. I guess apparently he took her to the hospital, and that's when I guess the doctors said 
told him that she was dead because she was being put under like I don't know witness protection or something like that to protect her from like the cult gang and shit like that. So they faked her death pretty much. So then afterwards, oh, yeah? that's when um okay. you know they get together and they're like, oh my god, you know, uh, that's pretty much when they live happily ever after and uh i guess that's where it ends and then uh cameron just wrote <laughs> something which says thanks for you the- to read this yes thanks for the independence bro uh hashtag sign p-i-c-t-o-c-t <laughs> actually it's supposed to be hashtag p-i-c-o-c-t and then now he's crossing it out. Or no, I'm sorry. He's rewriting it. And now he's crossing that the old one out because I told him he's, there you go. he spelled the incorrect word for peacock wrong. Hold on. Um, I think he drew like a big dick with four balls, four testicles. No. What, is, what the fuck is that? It's a middle finger, you dick. Oh, no. <laughs> that actually... That, Maybe it look more like a penis. Wow, I'm gonna, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a fucking photograph and put that because it's oh, funny no. how you said it's a middle finger, you dick. <laughs> as you drew like, something that oh. looked like a dick, he he fucking made it look like a fucking. Fuck. No, don't touch it. Don't touch it. God damn it! Don't touch it. Oh, I did that to myself, it. didn't I? You fucked Fuck. yourself over. You totally <laughs> fucked yourself over. Oh, but hold on, my notes on there though. What's the movie quote of the day? Oh, the quote of the movie. Okay, got you, got you. Um, <coughs> so we have a few contenders. Uh, number one on the list is, I don't do drugs, and I'm not a devil worshiper. It's a strong one. I already mentioned that. Yes, but that's... I'm just trying to emphasize the on the fact that, you know, that, that, you know, just in case, you know, bro. Thanks for the independence, bro. Thanks for you do. <laughs> <laughs> I did that because he took a drink. I'm trying to make him, ch- <laughs> trying to make him choke. Oh, fuck. Ah, oh. oh, you son of a bitch. Um. Oh, fuck. Hold on. I really made him choke. <laughs> yeah, you really. He fuck. choked on it. <laughs> Too bad it's not some big purple and veiny, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So also, I have. To me, you're just some asshole in a black dress. And that was John to the judge guy. Yeah, that was uh, what uh, Huck, Huck Finney Wingshauser said to And Norman. also, John said, what kind of kangaroo court is this? Yes, Rick said so, that in court. Yes. Um, for me, I would vote on, to me, you're just some asshole in a black dress, as the quote of the movie. But, yeah. All right, I am Sam. Uh, so, uh, so you guys are welcome. It's great content. It 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 is. Uh, thank thank you very much. Uh, I Forrest. don't know if you could tell, but I don't really know what I'm saying because of the fact that I mean I've had a, like a good portion of this, but I'm also sick, so I just I'm just here mm. and uh, delivering content for you guys. And uh, yeah, so I might not make any sense, but fuck you. You're watching this, so you're dealing with it. Listening to it. Uh, you're listening to this. Okay. Thank you for correcting me. I, I'm sort of independence, bro. I'm just treating you like how you treat me, Rain Man. 
know something, Ned? You're very special. <laughs> are, you, are you giving me the ring finger? You fucking idiot! There you go. He tried to fucking flip me fuck off you. with the middle finger. He he showed me the ring finger. Hey, fuck! Watch the video I sent you. you fuck. Uh, oh yeah. Well, oh okay. Check out our Instagram. I'll watch I've the video some, uh, of you flipping some quality content. Of flipping from, uh, me off, but that's adventures. not what you did just now. Yeah, you gave me the fucking ring finger. Sorry, buddy. I'm already. How married. about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too late. You fucked it up. You fucked it they, up. They already. don't know that. <laughs> You just fucking admitted it, you dumbass. I did not say yes, anything. Yes, you did. No. You admitted it. I flipped you off. You didn't deny it. I flipped you off. You didn't deny it. I didn't say I did it. <laughs> but you didn't deny it. So what were some things you liked about the movie? No, we're, we're not at that no? point yet. No? no. No? Okay. What are we at? We're at the part where I say that mm-hmm. Rick and Cindy... Sit on the beach, uh-huh. kissing. Oh, and, and he plays another over. original, right? Yes, and then that's when the movie's over. You know, you really want to think you get used to the originals, and you really don't. You really don't. And then that's when the movie's over. Yep. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm trying my best. You're just rambling and like just going all over the place. Yep. And <laughs> hey, hey, Cameron, you know what time it is? Mickey's forty ounce time. Number two time. Did you literally <laughs> it's, just? Uh, it's, name no, it's actually cooking. it's actually this time here. That's what the sound clip says. Oh wow! So, you know, uh, Cameron, you would, would you I'll... like to over-explain on what we do for Rad Bad or Bad Bad? Well, it's either Bad Bad or Rad Bad. But how does it work? Well, five and above is Rad Bad, and below that is Bad Bad. And I forgot my uh, small little notebook that I usually write stuff in, which has the whole breakdown of that. So, yeah, I'm just gonna... I forgot what some of those were, to be honest with you. <laughs> and so I'm just gonna kind of wing it, and I might end up making my own category. Oh, are you gonna wings hauser it? Yeah, that's pretty good. I'll give you credit <laughs> for that. I, I, I can admit to not seeing that coming. I respect you for it. Oh, we have a very special episode coming up soon, and we'll over-explain it before we do that particular episode of what we're doing. So anyway, uh, so Cameron, uh-huh. what did you like about the movie? What did you dislike about the movie? And finally, what would you give the score out of a 10? <laughs> the look on his fucking face. What did you do? I'm at the point where I'm just drinking to forget. <laughs> so I'm hoping to get to that wings level. <laughs> oh, you will soon. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure you will have to go to a certain meeting where you will have to go, Hi, my name is Cameron. Uh-huh. And um, I sucked it for weed. <laughs> and beer. Fuck you. And Mickey's 40 ounce. <laughs> I neither confirm nor deny the rumors. <laughs> so, 
So so no one sucks dick for weed. Get your head <laughs> I out know, of your ass. I'm, I'm just fucking around. No, of course not. No, I'm just playing, man. I don't mean it, man. I don't. I know. It's all fun and games. Yo, it is. I don't take this seriously. We just shit on each other for fun. Um, we it was don't funny because on the on last podcast, podcast last, it was funny because on the last episode, my wife was like, "You thought I'm so much fucking shit." I'm like, "Dude, you think that Cameron is the fucking victim and he doesn't do anything?" No, no I send him like, a clip. And like he does shit to me too. We do it to I each other. I sent him a clip when I was walking up my hill on Friday, which was Mount Baldy. Uh-huh. Um, definitely recommend for you outdoors people out there. Um, I sent him I a clip. Do it too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Def recommend. Um, I sent him a clip where I flipped him off. Basically, said Just "fuck you." It's like, "Ooh, I'm Cameron, and I'm walking up this hill." And I started crawling on the ground like a fucking idiot. <laughs> he was acting like he him. was climbing like a steep mountain. But it, it was only moderately steep. It was not at all, like, climbable. Well, no, here's the thing, though. The reason why I gave you shit up... Uh, let's let's clear the air here, because you, we, you, I don't think you really quite get why I said that on Killing Spree. Because when we first met a long, long time ago... That's like like we were ago. talking to each other about, like, you know, oh, like, what do you like to do for fun and blah, blah, blah. You told me that you get were, like... up a, and climb shit. No, you told me that you were like a professional mountain climber. I did yes, not you did. say professional. Yes, you did. I swear to fucking God, I was like, God, I climb mountains. No, you told me you were a professional mountain fucking climber. Fucking bullshit. You don't have any you proof. Did. Well, no, of course I don't have well, audio there you proof. Go. This was before I there even decided to come up with the podcast. Ain't got but shit you did on me. tell me you were a professional Ain't mountain got shit climber. On you, me. you told me that. Uh, nah, so for the longest time, nope. so for the nope, longest nope, nope, time, nope, I thought nope. like that's what you did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, with like an ice axe and all that shit. Yeah, that's and, like, what I thought you and... did because that's how no, you made it. I would it like to do that someday. Like but that's I'm what not you quite made there it yet. seem like, but that's what you made it seem like you oh, did. Oh yeah, I do. I like so, to hype myself up. So 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 that's what I thought you did for the longest time. So then, that like, sounds you know, like a you problem. So so like I so I followed <coughs> your Instagram and mm-hmm. I never seen any of that. So that's when when well, I was it'd be like a little hard to get that. So that's why I was like, oh, uh, you know, it's kind of like when somebody tells you that you're that they're a professional mountain climber, but they kind of just walk up hills. I know you don't only walk up hills. Like if I know there's like some work that you have to do to climb up, like you walk up mountains or you sometimes have to do some climbing on the mountains. But if you would have just been more specific, then I wouldn't have to have said that. That's the thing. Like you made it seem like as if you were like a professional mountain climber. You know what I mean? That's what you made it seem like, and that's why I was kind of making fun about it. But it was all in good jest. Like I'm not like, you know, trying to be a dick about it or anything. I'm just fucking. I'm just busting your balls. Uh huh. And uh, Cameron's writing something <laughs> oh, while biting his lower lip. I cannot draw for. <laughs> Shit, dude. <laughs> Which I'm going to post that one, too. <laughs> this Instagram. looks like a four-year-old, but I hope not, because what I'm drawing is not PG. <laughs> um, this is um, a family-friendly program. This is a, a family <laughs> podcast for children of all ages all around the world. This is rated PG. I'm sorry, no, this is actually rated G. Hashtag P-I-C-O-C-T. <laughs> um... So yeah, you could tell that Cameron is. Wow. Okay, I'm. I'm going to. 
I will definitely <laughs> post this too. I'm gonna totally post this. You will. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna post all of this. That's my response to uh, <laughs> your your ramble there. Well, okay, so, but me rambling, like, you fucking didn't even answer my question. Oh, yeah, we were doing the bit, weren't we? Yeah, it's um, the one where I said, hey, what did you like about the movie? What did you dislike about the movie? And finally, I'm, what did I'm you just gonna... score out of a 10? Choke, 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 cough, 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 choking, choking. <laughs> um, no, actually, I had to cough. Uh, I got bitch lungs, sorry. Um... So I'm gonna pre- I'm just gonna get right to the point and pick one really standout thing that I liked and one that I really didn't. Um, just like aspects of the film. Uh, something I did like, I liked. I really enjoyed fucked up wings, <clears throat> like the entire time. Not even part of the time. Like the entire time he was yeah. fucked up on set. And, like, you could tell he just really didn't give a shit. He's just there, and he was... I mean, what job can you just get fucking shit-faced and not... Like, no one gives a damn. Like, no job. So I respect that. You're right now on this podcast. I respect the hustle. Yeah, but I'm not shit-faced. <laughs> I like know, him. I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but, like, um, I mean, I would love to do this as a living, but, yeah. Um, thanks for your patronage. Um... <laughs> This is what you're supporting. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, I really enjoyed it, especially at the funeral when he was in that dumbass fucking creamsicle orange suit mm-hmm. looking around like like he was searching for angels coming down from the heavens or some shit. Yeah, that was that was what really enjoyable because it's like, how is he even standing there? Like, oh, yeah, he's just physically present, but you can tell he's just not at all actually there. And I love that um, because, you know, he's shit faced and he's doing his job and, and you got to you got to respect the hustle. Yep. Um, also, something I did not like. Um, and this is what Richard's wife pointed out clearly. And I was like, yeah, you make a great point. Uh, and it was highlighted in various scenes like the scene where um, was it John was singing at the bar uh and also the rug scene uh is that the movie was very uncomfortable to watch it made me legitimately uncomfortable to watch a lot of it and i was like this is weird so yeah and uh what i would give it out of 10 <coughs> and again just because i have to elaborate on this because we over explained on this podcast um, this is not the normal standard that I would rate a movie off of. This is our own bad rad standard by which we're judging solely movies that are so bad that they're good. So I, out of with that in mind, I would give it. Uh, let's say I'm gonna give it a solid like four. Okay. Which would qualify it as bad bad. Okay, so four out of ten. All right. Yeah, just 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 to simplify, just flat out four. Okay. Yeah, it was not horrible. Um, I I most of it is because I appreciated uh, drunk wings and the fact that John DeHart put everything into it. Like, I mean, who does that? Like, 
Yeah, that's pretty good, man. I mean, a shitty movie, but you put everything into it. I'll just give you credit for that. Okay. Uh, so what about you? Well, you have to do the bit. Oh, Richard Sucker. What did you like about the movie? What did you not like about the movie? And what would you give it out of 10? No, no, not like that. What would you give the score out of it? What would you give the score out of a 10? <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he was motioning for me to do that. Yes. So, yeah, I had to overdo it just for you guys. Oh, that's fine. Um, what I loved about the movie was the fact... Uh, I liked a lot of things about the movie. Oh, shout out to Mickey's. Mm-hmm. Um, this this podcast episode is brought to you by Mickey's. Um, and then, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, what I liked about the film was, um, wow, there's a lot of stuff I liked about the film. Like uh, John DeHart's really bad acting, but it's funny to me, like how he does it. Uh, the songs that he's singing, whether if he's like doing it on screen or if it's in the background, was fucking hilarious. Um, just the concept of it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I have to agree with you with Wings Hauser being fucking drunk, shit-faced out of his mind. Right. Just- just honestly, like I think if Wings Hauser wasn't there, the movie would definitely it would have tanked. It would have definitely. I mean, I would have still watched it because of the you know the soundtracks and other stuff. But like he definitely raised that bar even higher for me. Like I think I feel like that way. Uh, the things I didn't like about the film, there were some parts where I felt like um, not. I wouldn't say white filler scenes but there were scenes that like would involve Uh characters that had nothing to do with the film sometimes Uh like i felt like they could have just cut a lot of parts out yeah they could have yeah yeah just but honestly i don't really feel like um i don't really feel like there there's a lot that too much that i don't really like i i actually quite enjoyed this film i think it was very entertaining uh from an entertainment standpoint i really enjoyed the film um i mean this is my. This is probably my second time watching it, or something like that. And it, I, I really enjoyed the film. Uh, I thought it was funny uh, in in a very unintentional way. Um, sure, as far as sure. my score, giving it out of a ten, I'm gonna give this an eight. Eight oh, out of ten. Okay. Uh, this Richard this, with the. This, is that the highest score you've ever given anything? Uh no. Uh, the highest score I gave was for Samurai Cop, which I gave a straight ten out of ten. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. The, the Samurai Cop one, I mean. Oof. Is that the one you did with your wife? Yes. Oh, I might not have gotten that one. My yeah. bad. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'll give this a straight 8 out of 10. I was laughing a lot at this film. Uh, I, I was that. entertained by it. Um, but, yeah, and I definitely um, definitely enjoyed this film, which I also I wanted to ask you, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone pointed a gun to your head because you gave this also a 4 oh, out of 10. Fuck you. I know what you fucking asked me. No, I'm no, no. I'm not gonna well, ask okay, you that. Okay, go, go, not, go So, if someone pointed a gun to your head and said, "Hey, what movie would you rather watch? Would you rather watch um, Road to Revenge, aka Getevin, or Bong of the Dead? Which one would you choose?" <laughs> where, where are you going? Where, where are you going? <laughs> and also, by the way, um, so the score uh, for IMDb. Uh, for Road to Revenge, a.k.a. Getevin. Uh, this got a 4.5 out of 10. 
And of course, for um, Rotten Tomatoes, this film does not only have, not only does it not have a tomato meter, but it also doesn't even have an audience score. So there's nothing whatsoever for Rotten Tomatoes. So good job with that. Well, anyways, for thanks, thank you for listening to Bad Rad Movies. Uh, this has been me, Richard Sucka, and uh, of course and me, Cameron. I'm just kidding. Sorry, I had to leave the room. No, I'm just kidding. Shitty question. (laughs) I just said that so that way Cameron would come back, and he did. No, no, seriously though, which would you rather watch again if you had to pick out of the two? I'm I'm only asking because no, I would watch this. I would watch uh, Road to Revenge. Yes, see that makes sense. That makes sense because you gave this the same score you gave Bong of the Dead, (coughs) which you did. You gave Bong of the Dead. Didn't I give that like a four point two? No, you gave it a four out of ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you gave. That's why I, I was curious to ask you because you gave this also a four out of ten. Yes. So I. Yeah. I would. I would rather watch uh, Gedevin. Yes. Me too. I'd rather watch that over Bong of the Dead as well. Yes. Because I mean, it was just a richer plot. Um, the narrative was just um, complex, and it had me guessing the whole time. And uh, <laughs> are you fucking? Are you doing the me impression or something? No. Okay. I'm and just um, laughing the characters because of how just, triggered you got. What the I characters asked that. were just, I get like, triggered easy as hell. You too. Like you're like. Um, I'm surprised I really you're not protesting right now. Like you're like protest. I'm surprised you're not we'll fucking out protest outside the house. What? I'm surprised. Oh, oh, oh! I'm gonna slip in a quick quip while you're talking. Oh, I'll protest outside your fucking house right now. <laughs> oh, wait, what? I didn't say anything, you know, because I'm not. I'm not gonna have the balls to say it to your face, you know. I'm just gonna, just gonna <laughs> act like as if you don't know what the fucking talking about. Yeah. So know? the characters were lively in this. The dialogue was it was just full of just rich wording and like sustenance and i was just like it kept the plot kept me guessing and you know i was just i was on the edge of my seat the whole time while watching this and it's like how is he gonna get even but i'm sorry get even because you know it just this it blew me away what's funny too is that like i saw i kept looking at you while i'm watching the movie you were laughing quite a bit yeah i was you were laughing quite a bit you got me there i'm surprised you didn't give this a higher score but no that's fine i mean if you want to give it a four out of ten that's cool that's your decision but i was surprised that you didn't give it a higher score because of how much you were laughing based on what i saw okay if i was gonna give if i was gonna rate it on like how funny it was it would have been higher but just like the whole home video thing and the the very no, that's fine. You could, have, you could rate it however you want. Parts of it, just, yeah, that kind of yeah. offset the whole funny part. So okay. that's why I was trying to weigh all those factors. Okay, yeah, I'm just basically going on entertainment value. Oh, yeah, that, that's why. I, that's fair. Yeah, but no, 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 that's fine. I mean, if you're going to give it a 4 out of 10, that's cool. I'm just, I was curious. All right. Well, this has been uh, another episode of mm-hmm. Bad Rad Movies. It has been another episode. Yes, it has. Well, we're at 24 now? Yeah, we're at 24. Wow. This is the 24th episode. Um, feel free to... Shout out to Mickey's 24 ounce. Well, no, it's not 24. You're having 40. It's a 40 ounce. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're I... We're upgrading I think... today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you're only at half, though. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you're going to probably have to finish that up. Is <laughs> <laughs> So uh, feel free to send us a direct message. And, of course, uh, 
as I've stated in DMs pop in. Yeah, keep, uh, feel free to direct message me on Instagram or send us an email on badradmovies at gmail.com. Also, feel free to send me a message through. Should you get my our, email? Through our anchor page. Nope. <laughs> Check Don't. it again. No. Well, I mean, if you want, but no. No, all right, I sent you an email. Oh, you sent me an email? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll check the email, and I'll read it on the next time you come on. I, will. I don't remember what I sent. It's the funny part, so that should be a fun All right. Part I will read the email that you sent. Hopefully, I sent something good. I will. I, oh, you don't even remember it? No. Oh, okay. I'll read it when next yeah. time we go, you come on the podcast. Please do. Oh, yeah. Which also, I'll send you another one probably, yeah. too. Oh, which, by the way, uh, I forgot. You've been promoted. Oh, to what? Uh, to uh, be not just a guest co-host anymore, yeah, but an official co-host for when. It, wow! So, so it's like you're <coughs> you're basically just going to be doing the exact same thing you're doing now, but just you're not going to be labeled as guest co-host anymore. Wow! I'm shedding the label. I've been promoted. Um, do I get an acceptance speech? Sure. Feel free to. Um, I'd like to think. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me nobody. Give you, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, okay. Before, okay, before okay. you do that, I want to um, give you like, I want to do like, like a speech kind of music. Uh huh. All right. Uh-huh. Go for it. <coughs> mm. I would like to thank the five viewers that we have. Um, if you have it off to yourself, is this the fucking? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what the hell? Uh, fuck you. This is why I drink. And by the way, we have way more than five fucking listeners, you piece of shit. I know, I hope Don't so. Don't be talking you shit for, about uh, your own what was fucking... It, um, was it Ethiopia or was it Tanzania? Well, we, Shout we out have to more, Tanzania. We have more we than that there. even locally, too. Um, yeah, we so, have more than that. I would like too. to thank all our mini listeners. There you go. I would also like to thank Richard Sucka, mm-hmm. and I would like to thank all the other guest co-hosts, or you know, that shared my previous title. Because obviously, I'm better because I've been on here more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to thank B movie directors for making the movies that we then talk shit about great so uh shout out to blockbuster shout out to blockbuster shout out to mickey's 40 ounce shout out to mickey's 40 ounce shout out to um <coughs> vape juices and there you go yay, Begins to sing, oh pretty baby, man can you swing? My feet start to moving as they push me from my chair. My fingers start to snap and wanna run through your hair. I got to get to you, but I get pushed aside. Cause everybody's doing shimmy and the slide. Oh, you're on fire when I grab you by the hand. Your waist is moving with the rhythm of the band. I swell up as you take me for Pretty baby, let's do the shimmy slide. Well, 
jump in your car I know I gotta stop you cause my heart's on fire You say jump in, let's go for a ride Maybe we'll do a shimmy in the sky Do the shimmy slide Jimmy Slime.